0: Good morning and welcome to The Markets Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is December the 23rd. And with all these briefings, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts Ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, then head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and you can read the disclaimer there. And you can also sign up for a free two week trial of Marcus Today on the website. If you're not yet a member, of Our wonderful community, all right, well, some relief last night, some good economic numbers coming out of the u s Some good news on Omicron and uh, the virus in the u s at least with some of the drug companies coming out with some uh, some vaccine improvements. And also, uh, we did see those stronger economic numbers in consumer confidence and house sales as well. The Dow Jones closing up 0.74%, 261 points, 35,754. Things are getting a little thinner in markets around the world. Liquidity is drying up as people head home for the holidays. And that is certainly a factor at play at the moment. But it didn't stop the Nasdaq rising 1.18%, 181 points, 15,522. Not quite within sight of that 16,000 level, but uh, heading that way, which is a good sign. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual at 1.02% to 46,97. That's 47 points to the good And as you would expect in this environment where risk is back on, the Santa rally is well and truly in place. He may have come late, but at least he's coming, as they say. VIX index down 11.33%, down two points to 19. Hardly a surprise. No one's going to want to hold insurance over the long holiday period. But we have seen December as one of the most volatile Decembers that we have seen in the US. And it's usually a pretty quiet month as people gear up for Christmas, and we do get that Santa rally. But we have seen this year a very, very volatile month. And as a result of all this, SPY futures showing a gain of 39 points, or 0.54% today, up to 73.10. So hopefully we will see a continuation of the rally that we have seen in the last few days. And that would be a good sign. 73.10, 39 points on the commodities front we saw oil edging higher again. Not so great for inflation. Not so good if you're out and about driving in the U.S. or elsewhere. Brent crude up 1.7%, $1.27 to 75 to 75.47. We had WTI Texas, uh, West Texas up $1.64 or 2.31%, percent 72 76 there. So expect some rises today in our energy stocks. And gold surprisingly on a bit of a tear busting through that 1800 level which has been the top side I suspect that we'll see a bit of downside coming and I don't know if the gold price can hold it it has been dithering around between 1750 and 1800 for some time but up $15.77 or 0.88 of a percent to 1804 spot 07 so good news there for the gold bugs just in time for Christmas we just need some frankincense and some myrrh whatever mur is. Iron ore, unfortunately, though, down around 1%, twenty to one twenty two sixty. But the Aussie dollar doing well, 72.13, up 0.82%. So that will negate, to some extent, the US gold price in terms of Aussie dollar, that's for sure. As far as other commodities go, last night we saw copper up 0.7, nickel up 1.5, aluminium up 2.1, zinc up 3.1%. A lead up 1.1 and ton pretty much unchanged there. US and international mining stocks, Freeport, MacMaron up 2.4%, Alcoa having a really good night up 4.4%, Tech up 5.1%. Big rise for them. Anglo up 0.7, Glencore up 1.7, Vale up 0.7, and Arbamarl in the lithium space up half a percent. In the U.S. in ADR terms, we had BHP and Rio both easing. BHP down 0.8 and Rio down 0.2 of a percent. As far as the S&P 500 goes, closing on its highs, which is good to see. Certainly that Santa Rally in place for the last couple of days of uh, 2021 before the U.S. goes into Christmas break. They are closed on Friday. We have a half day Pretty much on Friday, the market closes at 2:30. Major stories last night: Treasuries fluctuate, and Omicron hospitalisation risk is far below Delta in two studies. But it is still hitting highs. UK saw 106,000 cases yesterday, so COVID restrictions still tightening, and it turns a busy season into a very very quiet season. Talking to a friend in London, the place is a ghost town. Israel says it will offer a fourth. This is four COVID vaccine shots. to citizens, 60 and over, and other at-risk groups. They've already done the third with the booster shot. Now they're looking at a fourth. And Oxford University and AstraZeneca, the latest to begin work on an Omicron-specific COVID vaccine. Biden says he and Manchin will get something done on the Build Back Better bill. Well, the problem always comes that if Manchin agrees, then others may not. So everyone seems to be pushing their own agenda in the US, in the Democrats, and it still seems a very fractured party. And here we are a year since Joe Biden was elected, and still no major stimulus program has been brought in from him. Economists split on whether the RBA will scrap or taper QE in February, and Bank of Japan board members see a positive impact on Japan's economy from a weak yen, and Chinese prop developers hit by record downgrades after Evergrande crisis, and Japan urged to spend billions and cut taxes to revive the chip industry, and the UK, UK is closer to the economic conditions that it saw pre-COVID, despite that Q3 downgrade. <coughs> as far as our markets go today, nothing very exciting happening at the moment anyway, no local economic news today. Announced mergers and acquisitions involving Australian companies surged fourfold from last year to nearly 400 billion US dollars in total deal value. Tesla was up last night doing quite well. I'm just looking for the Tesla share price. Can't find it in our list of stocks, but it was up last night on the back of Elon Musk saying he disposed of enough shares to reach a target of reducing his stake in the carmaker by 10%. The Sydney Morning Herald has it up 1.5%. Apple up 1.2%. Amazon up 0.7%. And Alphabet up 1.7%. US banks slightly higher. JP Morgan <coughs> up 0.4%. Citigroup up 0.4%. And Goldman's up 0.5%. 10-year yield in the US one46 are so creeping a little bit higher. Australia, 1.57, hovering around that level, seems to be bouncing around between 155 and 160. Germany, negative 0.29%. According to one Bloomberg survey of 700 fund managers and users of Bloomberg, the biggest risk for the market in 2022 are inflation, the coronavirus, and geopolitical tensions, not adding a huge amount to the argument there. Palladium is poised to be the worst performing major commodity of 2021. Better days ahead perhaps some analysts looking for a better environment in 2022. New South Wales is bringing back the QR codes I felt so lost without them. I'm so happy they're bringing brought back in. And Hamish Douglas has fired back in the AFR on the nasty divorce talk and has issued a video update of where they are, what's happening and the future for Magellan. So they're getting on the front foot, certainly with the PR at the moment. As far as mergers and acquisitions go, huge number this year, as I said, $400 billion US. And here, there, and everywhere could be next on the agenda. Apparently, according to the newspapers, at least, KKR may be interested in HT&E. Market cap of around $514 million. They are radio stations primarily. Carl and Jackie O., We'll give you the, uh, the answer there to what they do. Carlisle Group considering options after Dye and Durham bid for Link. They bid $5.50 and the board fell over themselves to accept unanimously the $5.50 bid. Funnily enough, Carlisle bid $5.60 last year and the board rejected it. So a year on, they've taken 10 cents less. Well done board, done a great job. And Syrah has signed a binding offtake agreement with Tesla which uh, surely will help their prospects. Question of the day today, I guess that goes to the, uh, the same 700-person survey that Bloomberg did. What will be the biggest surprise in 2022? That's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. It's a fantastic group. Members Helping Members is the motto. Over 3,500 people on that group. And as you know, if you're listening to this on a podcast, we've split our podcast into four streams. You can listen to the Marcus Strategy podcast, our headline podcast, On the Desk podcast with Chris, Tom and Ben, and On the Couch with myself talking to fund managers and CEOs of interesting companies around the place. And of course, this podcast on the breakfast briefing and the end of day for the market update podcast and we'd love to have you subscribe to those podcasts so you don't miss a thing that's about it from me today thanks very much for listening and as they say in all the best places ho ho ho